All right, football fans, welcome back to another one of our special edition playoff previews. You might have already heard the AFC preview. I'm Jeff Hartman. Joining me is Wesley Coleman. We're talking NFC wildcard now. Wesley, what's up? How's it going? It's going good. Um, excited to finally be getting to the playoffs. Sorry that my team's not playing, but I can, uh, I'm can. i going to enjoy this, and uh, we'll see who's going to face the 49ers. Yeah, we had the NFC South. Uh, does get a representative, just not New Orleans. That's okay, though. <laughs> So what we're going to do in case you haven't checked out the AFC and maybe the NFC is the first time we're going to talk about the game game time, how you can watch it, all that fun stuff. If there's any key injuries, we're going to bring those up. We'll talk about the spread, our thoughts and where we're leaning. There's three games, but before we do that, the San Francisco 49ers are the team that is resting right now. They have a first round bye. you said in the AFC that the Baltimore Ravens are the best team. You think San Francisco is number two? Yeah, I do. I, I, and okay. it, and it's 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 I'm not I don't necessarily know that they're going to be in the Super Bowl, um, but I but I do think that just when you put it all together that those are the two best teams. Okay, yeah, I think it's safe to say. So let's get this thing started. The, these three games are all on Sunday. Sunday at 4:30 p.m. Eastern Time on Fox. The Dallas Cowboys welcome the Green Bay Packers in the Mike McCarthy Bowl. The Dallas Cowboys are giving seven and a half points. We have some big spreads. It's not Pittsburgh Buffalo, but still, what do you think about this game? Does Jordan Love stand a chance going down to ball or going down to Dallas? I'm sorry. Well, no lie that I haven't been a Jordan Love fan, um, and I'm still not necessarily believing in him. Um, but he's going to be limited by his opportunities, just because it's very likely that Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs are both out of the game. Um, Christian Watson um, uh, didn't neither one of them or Dobbs was limited to 11 snaps in the, against Chicago. Um, and then I believe that Christian Watson has missed uh, five games in a row now with a hamstring injury, but then Dobbs suffered that what they called was a chest injury, but he was spitting up blood Oh my gosh. Um, and, and only played 11 snaps. So kind of a weird thing going on. I, I just assume that if you have a chest injury where you're splitting up blood, that you're not playing seven days later. I, I mean, I, I'm not a doctor. I just want to put that out there now. Um, but if the two of them um, aren't playing, I'm not sure what kind of chances Jordan Loves has against this defense, even the, the, the slim chance that he, that he might have had. Yeah, this is an uphill battle. But again, just like if you go back to the AFC side, C.J. Stroud and the Houston Texans have no pressure on them whatsoever. No one's expecting them to win. Likewise, no one's giving the Green Bay Packers any chance. So growing up, we used to call this the kitchen sink game. Throw everything you have at them. Trick plays, fake punts, un, uh, you know, they're not expecting the un, onside kick, all of it. Like Do whatever you can. The pressure is on Dak Prescott and the Cowboys. Could you imagine if they lose this game somehow, some way the Packers go into Dallas? I think Mike McCarthy is fired. And I think that Dak Prescott is being criticized both nationally and locally. You live down in Texas. You can only imagine probably what that would be like if they lose this game, right? I mean, I would love it because I mean, <laughs> I'm clear about my, my favorite team is the Saints. My second favorite team is whoever's playing the Cowboys. Um, and yes, their media would absolutely lose their minds. Um, it's just unfortunate that I, I'm I'm just unable to really. I mean, you tell me the Packers win this game. It's to me that's one plus one equals potato. Um, I just, yeah. I just really can't imagine. This is one. I think a seven and a half point spread is an enormous spread for a playoff game, and I think that the Cowboys cover that. 
Yeah, I, I agree with you. You look at Dallas, and you look at Dallas's record at home, which is undefeated. They play different in Jerry World than they do elsewhere. And so the fact that they did win the NFC East and they have these home games is really important. I'm with you here. I don't think there's anyone in their right mind that's not a cheesehead that says they're leaning towards the Packers. So this is kind of the throwaway game to me. Do you agree or disagree? Like you look at the whole slate of wildcard weekend. This is the game that I'm like, if I'm missing this one, I'm not too concerned about it. You with me? No. And for one reason (laughs) is because this is probably the game that the winner comes out with the greatest chance of upsetting the 49ers. Um, I I just, the other games that we're going to talk about, I'm not sure if there's a serious contender going to come out of them. Um, And the, the the last game, the Monday night game, I just can't even take it serious. <laughs> we'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. But let's so no, that's first the one reason. I think you watch yeah. the Cowboys and you're diagnosing how does how does that play against the 49ers? And what can yeah. the 49ers do to stop that? Yeah. And what can Dallas do to slow down the 49ers? I'm not saying I'm not gonna watch the game. Yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. saying for me, it's like we well, don't have to game. have a subscription service to see it, so don't worry. Yeah, screw you, NFL. I'm not doing that. Anyways, let's go to the next game. This is 8 p.m. NBC, Detroit Lions, Los Angeles Rams. Matthew Stafford goes back home to Detroit. Jared Goff versus Sean McVay. Storylines out the wazoo in this game. The opening line is Detroit gets the standard three-point home spread. But, man, this is a game that I think could be sneaky good as well. I think this could be a, a high-flying affair with both teams not having great defenses, but they can score points. What are your thoughts here? For the entire weekend, this is by far the game that I am the most interested in. Um, I will not miss a single snap of this game. Like I am excited about this game um, uh, for, for, for a few reasons, personal and just being an NFL fan. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> There's, like I said, storylines are crazy, but I think this also could be a really good football game. Like this could be a game where you're just like, man, this game is back and forth. It's up and down. There's not a lot of defense, but that's okay because it's entertaining. I don't believe in Jared Goff, by the way. And he's in the dome. Agreed. He's at he's at Ford Field, and, the, and a lot of people are thinking Jared Goff's going to orchestrate this run through the playoffs. I just am not a believer. I like the Rams in this game. Believe oh, it or too. not, I oh, no. like I've, the Rams. I'm, I'm all in on the Rams in this. Um, I've the Rams have been my sneaky pick all year. Where I was telling you, when we get past the Cooper Cup injury and we get past Matthew Stafford's injury, that and I, I know that Matthew Stafford can throw the ball to the other team, but he's also somebody that can single handedly win you a game when he has yeah. Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua. He can no matter what you do and how many points you score, at any point that team can throw up forty, and they have Kyron Williams who might be the best running back in football. I don't know. Like he hasn't played enough and that's kind of crazy to say, but he he's had some amazing games and nobody wants to play this Rams offense or defense in this kind of situation. Um, And I think Matthew Stafford is going to be, he's won the Super Bowl. He's played for a long time. He's been at some of the biggest college games and NFL games. He is not going, the moment's not going to be too big for him. This is where, I mean, he maybe comes in and has the game of his life for personal and fun reasons. I I, I just, and, and I haven't even mentioned, I think that Sam Laporta being out is a oh, yeah. huge deal. Um, Absolutely. That, that's, that's up there, honestly, with the, the we talked about the AFC with the, the TJ Watt injury being out. Like, it stifles what their offense does. And the numbers that Sam Laporta's put up, like, they have leaned on him. Um, and that's just a, a huge hole. That's kind of been a safety net for a quarterback. That's I think an average quarterback that's ended up with 
better than average numbers and wins than yeah. Jared Goff. And Puka Nakua is a player that is so underrated, in my opinion. The dude just set the rookie record for receptions over Jalen Waddle, and I feel like could walk down any street in any city, and no one knows who the hell he is. But he's so good. I mean, it's like Cooper Cup 2.0. Like the way he catches the ball on the sidelines, his his route running is phenomenal. I saw it firsthand when the Steelers played the Rams, but man, no one else is really talking about this guy. He's really good. I do like the Rams. I'm leaning hard that way, and I know you are too. Yeah, and I think the thing with Puka Nakua that's just um, it's going to be unfair. And I love what CJ Sprout Stroud has done, but CJ Stroud was the number two pick in the draft, and yes, he played better than most big time quarterbacks for their first year. He's played amazing. Puka Nakua is a low round third through J three draft pick who set the record for all Damn. time for a rookie wide receiver and him not, he's not even going to probably get a, get a vote for um, offensive uh, rookie of the year. Um, it's CJ Stroud's going to win that. And I think that's a disservice to when you're comparing uh, the, the expectations of the player. And then again, having one of the best rookie seasons and having the best rookie season ever carrying the offense Wow, you waited for Cooper Cup to come back. I mean, th was, that's when he just splashed on the scene. There was rumors Cooper Cup was never going to play again because of a nerve injury. There was, yeah. I mean, pretty rapid rumors that that, that was going to happen. And again, kept the team afloat. It's 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 pretty pretty crazy. And I'm definitely leaning towards the Rams. Um, I am uh, being in the, in Texas. I'm actually friends with Matthew Stafford's sister. Um, we talk all the time. We text during all the games. I would love to. Uh, to, to hear from from them and I think it'd be a great story because I think Matthew Stafford has been crazy underrated because of his time in Detroit that's great that he has the Super Bowl win but um this guy's it's a scary scary little team that uh they can go up and put up his points Detroit's a great story as well not to take anything away from Dan Campbell and that team they've had a great three, season. Win, three wins last year was that is it something three or like four? that Three or four. I know that the Texans only had three last year and they're in the playoffs this year. So I think that when you look at what they've done, it's it's tremendous. And they're on the they're definitely trending in the right direction. But I've also seen this team lay an egg too many times, mainly against Baltimore in Baltimore. I know Baltimore did that to a lot of teams, but still uh we're leaning that way. Let's go to the last game. The game the game that you have to be so stoked about, the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> On Monday Night Football, going down to the NFC South champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> the opening line, this is on ESPN or ABC, 8.15 p.m. start. I hate the Monday Night kickoff. I think that's idiotic. Uh, opening lines, Philly giving two and a half on the road. Uh, Philly's awful. Their injury situation is awful as well. You talk about A.J. Brown's knee, Jalen Hurts' finger. Uh, Devontae Smith's been walking around in a boot, I think. Tampa Bay, Baker Mayfield always seems like he's hurt. Um, what do you make of this one? Well, I mean, I, I know there are definitely rumors that uh, that DeAndre Swift is not going to play, and, and of course, Devontae Smith, too. And I believe they've already said that Sidney Brown, the safety, is not going to play no matter what. And I get it, you said it, but like Jalen Hurts' finger was bent the wrong way. Oh, again, <laughs> eight days before this game. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know how effective he's going to be. Um, and like, it's, it's crazy to think about, but like on his throwing hand, his middle finger was crooked. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think that's a big deal. Having said that the, the Buccaneers just 
won nine to zero against the worst NFL team I've seen in a decade. In their yeah. most important game, the, the Buccaneers had the two most important games of the year, and they go at home, get dominated by the Saints. It was a 23 to 13 game, but they never had a shot in it. And then they again, and now now their most important game of the year, they beat the Panthers nine to zero. I don't know if either one of these teams can win this game. This is the weirdest, like neither one of these teams deserves to be in the playoffs based over the based off the last month of the season. But but here we are. Somebody's got to win divisions and make the playoffs and uh, yeah. I I remember a year where the Carolina Panthers were like a seven win team and hosted a playoff game and they actually won. Yep. I, I got to be honest. I could see Tampa Bay winning this game because I think Philadelphia is trending so hard in the wrong direction that this is like a, a cancer that has just been harvested and now it's starting to spread. And it's the injuries. It's the team going against what Sirianni wants. It's the Eagles going to Pat, uh, Matt Patricia to call the defensive plays towards the last third of the season. Like all this stuff that's happening is just building and it's building to a crescendo. And I think it, it might, it, if it doesn't, if it doesn't happen this week, I feel like it's going to happen next week in the divisional round. Maybe Philly beats Tampa because Tampa is not that great, but Tampa's also had some really good games. And so we'll see. Upset alert for me in the NFC is Tampa Bay beating Philly. And a lot of people would say I'm crazy, but I've watched the Philadelphia Eagles too much to know that there's some serious, serious issues with that team. Which way are you leaning in this one? Yeah, I I have to think that one of these Philly injuries is legitimate and, and cause, causes a problem. And we're talking about the game being in Tampa Bay. It's projected to be 66 degrees and rainy. Um, we're going to see how much the rain is, is affecting this. But if DeAndre Swift is hurt um, and Jalen Hurts is hurt, um, they might have to be leaning on the run. So I, I, I hate it, but Tampa Bay maybe just wins because I think that right now Philly can lose to anybody. I mean, this yep. is a team that had okay, – I didn't even mention them. They had their most important game of the year, and they got destroyed by the New York Giants. I mean, yeah. if Philly had won against the Giants, the Giants who are terrible, if Philly had won, Philly wins the division and is at home hosting the Packers, which yep. is a better situation. Yep, absolutely. Um, and yeah, and, and they, they they threw up the white flag of surrender in that game. He started pulling his guys. He starts A.J. Yeah. Brown. A.J. Brown limps off, which that's a biggest injury outside of Jalen Hurts, in my opinion. He's their entire offense. He's their only help. They were looking team. at the scoreboard and watching the Cowboys just absolutely Maybe. annihilate the commanders. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. But, crazy. Yeah. I agree with you. Tampa Bay probably wins this game. Um, and because they're, they won their division, they're a four seed. Um, in this scenario that we just had, that has me – uh, predicting that the Rams then go to San Francisco. That'll be interesting. NFC West matchup. I like it. I like it. Very good. All right. We will be back next week for another round of these podcasts, talking about the divisional round. In the meantime, Wesley, where can they find your Saints coverage and where can they, can they find you on social media? Yeah. Talk about the Saints on the Dome Patrol podcast um, on X or Twitter. We are at Dome Patrol PCAST. And then my personal um, X or Twitter handle is at Hudat Wesley 13. Uh, Jeff, how can we talk to you? 
Uh, you can find me on Twitter at jhartman, H-A-R-T-M-A-N underscore P-I-T. You can find all my Pittsburgh Steelers coverage at the Steel Curtain Network. And if you're listening to this podcast, you've found the feed that you hear my voice a lot on the NFL feed. So there you go. Uh, Wesley, thanks for your time. We appreciate it. And we'll be talking next week, breaking down the divisional round. See you. Thanks, man. See you.